and welcome to another episode of Vibe Club Podcast. Today we have such a nice episode for you. It's really upbeat, it will definitely put a smile on your face and definitely make you laugh. In this episode, Fred interviews Tash and she discusses five songs that sum her up and she actually throws in a bonus song at the end. So uh, listen out for it. Enjoy. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because you're a man of few words. <laughs> I'm a person that doesn't like silence. Ah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> I do like this silence. is going to be an interesting <laughs> podcast. So I'm sitting here with uh, Natasha. Call me Tash. Tash, <laughs> truly sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm not bad. What are you drinking? Water. Yeah, nice. beverage of choice. Stay hydrated, people. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Why? What are you drinking? Uh, a type of Vimto, but <laughs> with the bubbles and. Yeah, malt. it looks Vimto y. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing five songs today? Yeah, six. Actually. Six songs? <laughs> it was hard to stick to five, yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Six songs that have had a big influence on your Yeah. Life. That kind of sum me up as a person, um, that are tied to memories, and just they've been an influence in my life. Mm. So, has music always been a big influence in your life? Yeah, um, I'm not musically inclined. I can't play an instrument. You know, I've got a terrible singing voice. It's the whole. But I've grown up with a mom who loved music. There was music in the car going up to school. There was music in the house. Mum was part of a CD club growing up and she'd send off her CDs and we'd listen to them. <laughs> I stole her Love compilation album when I was like, when we still had tapes. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah. so it was actually my mum who was the major influence in what I listened to growing up. Oh, right. But then obviously you develop your own style as you get older. Yeah. So yeah, it's always been there. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to get on with your first song then? Okay, my first song, I thought long and hard about this and... It is. It represents a massive genre of pop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Steps One for Sorrow, and there's a couple of reasons why I've picked this one. I love Steps growing up. My mom was a pop music lover. We liked songs we could dance to. I got memories of dancing with my mom and my brother in the living room to and learning all the dance moves. It was the song that I danced with my cousin to at parties. It's quite a sad song, but it's quite upbeat and poppy. Uh-huh. And the video was actually filmed in Italy and it's all sunny and the band are wearing like yellow and it's white and it's all happy. So it's one of those songs that whenever I listen to, I break out the dance moves. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you can't see a video of this. So yeah, it's it's steps one for sorrow. One for sorrow. One for sorrow. Steps, alright. One, two, three. It starts off sad, <laughs> but wait till you get to the chorus, and it's all poppy. I like it. Okay. 
and then the sun comes out in the video and it's all happy and yeah. <laughs> My stepnan actually bought me the Steps Gold album on video with all the greatest hits and the music videos. We spent hours, he's not going to love me for saying this, <laughs> we spent hours learning the dances and this was one of them. It sounds like something uh, that should be in Eurovision. Yeah! <laughs> I grew up with ABBA and Take That and Boyzone and your typical pop music. Yeah. And Steps was one of them. So, of all the pop songs, it had to be a Steps song I picked. Yeah. This this brings back memories of childhood. So this captures my, my childhood, basically. This is really hard not to dance to. Don't <laughs> <laughs> feel free. I mean, no one can see you. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never heard about the band Steps. Oh, Fred! <laughs> yeah, they are... They are your typical cheesy pop. It was the kind of band you didn't admit you liked at school because it wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah, I can hear, I can hear that. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Fred? <laughs> but I, I love them. They always did like quite upbeat, happy songs. And... We like dancing in our household. We liked happy songs. Mm. Which, when you're like eight and nine, it's awesome. Because life, for most parts, is good at eight and nine. Well, for most people, anyway. It's got a, this song, this song's just got so many happy memories attached to it. That's why it had to be number one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You're going to have to have this in your playlist at some point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like a typical... 90s or millennium type song oh yeah yeah i think this was i want to say it was released around yeah it was late 90s a bit of late 90s yeah and obviously as we hit the millennium the music slightly changed because music did change and it has a fade which i know jake hates <laughs> <laughs> so probably a good job he'll listen to this later all right that was that was um <laughs> happy very yeah. nice. I'm sad I didn't get to see you dance. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need each other well enough for me to do that. <laughs> Nobody gets to see me dance unless it's in a kitchen or it's dark at the party. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my first choice. And it's, oh, nice. Again, I think it's that whole... It's pop. Pop music should be happy. Yeah. I think it should be... The kind of music you turn into, you're feeling good, you can, you know, bop about the kitchen when you're cooking and... Yeah. <laughs> so that is my first song. So I'm intrigued to see now, are you going to stay within that genre or are you going to try a bit different... I, I thought I'd strayed from the genre of pop, but it turns out it's, it is my major interest. Um, because like I said, I think it's that influence from childhood. Mm. It's always been there. But as I got older, I realised songs take on different meanings. Songs take on... They appeal to what's in your heart. So 
and that leads me to my next song because this artist is someone I wasn't actually keen on when she first came onto the scene and it's Pink. Um, featuring Nate Roos, Roos, uh, him from Fun. Anyway, the lead singer from Fun, and it's just give me a reason. All right. And I fell in love with this song the moment I heard it, and it was released. Because I'm really bad. <laughs> it was actually released um, around the time I was getting married. But it was just one of those songs that she was quite. Just one of these singers I struggled with. I wasn't a fan, mm-hmm. but it showed a really soft side to her. A really, it showed another, uh, yeah, another, another, another side to it, and it was just very emotional. And I think everyone goes through ups and downs in life, and sometimes you think it's easy to walk away from everything. But the words in this just, it, it hit something in my heart. So it's just one of those that, for whatever rhyme or reason, it became a firm favourite, and it's still a favourite. Oh yeah, two, three. From the start, you were a thief, you stole my heart, and I, your willing victim. I let you see the parts of me that weren't all that pretty. I love her voice. <laughs> she has a really nice voice, yeah. It's... Now you've been talking in your sleep. Yeah, I remember listening to Pink when I was in the uh... Middle school, actually, mm. I liked her a lot. And he has an incredible voice. It's quite high for a guy. Yeah. And I loved him in fun, but I just thought the pairing of the two voices, because she's got quite um, a husky voice. Mm. So the highness of his, I just felt complimented you. Mm. <laughs> and it's that whatever you go through, the tough times. Do you walk away or do you fight it out? I'm sorry, I don't understand where all of this is coming from. I thought that we were fine. We had your head is running wild again. My dear, we still have everything. I just love the fact that it's like, no, we can fight this out. We can get through this. Go to a tough patch. Everyone does. I think it's that that line no we're not broken we're just bent it just feels like everything could be fixed oh yeah mm. it's just that line so it actually came out in 2012 oh wow. it was a year before i got married a year before I yeah because if i would have guessed i would say 2000 18 or something yeah. like that. I knew it was around when I got married because I remember we were driving to Wolverhampton when I heard it on the radio. Um, so I just said 2013, but we got married at the start of 2013. 
but I just love that it show it really showcased a different side to her, and that's what mm. I loved. Mm. That even the toughest of nuts, even the hardest looking people, have a really soft side, and they can be as gooey as anybody. And that you only show that vulnerability to someone you completely trust and love. I think I love the fact that we all put on a hard outer shell sometimes, but we all have that vulnerability, and I think it's just that that appeals to me. So yeah, that was my oh, yeah. second song. Yeah. It's a very nice song. <laughs> yeah, bit of a ballad. I'm not a ballad, I didn't think I was a ballad kind of person, but yeah. So that was my second song and it oh, just, yeah. I know favourite songs change over time, but that's always been a fan favourite. Mm. So I have a soft side. Yes, you said to me before we started recording that the first three songs <laughs> were the easiest to pick. <laughs> the first three were the easiest to pick because uh, now this third one is more of a recent one. And this, this was sent me and it proved me wrong about the band. <laughs> I did not like this band at all and it was Green Day and because I grew up in a very poppy household Green Day sounded very rackety and very crashy and bangy and very just very loud but as I got to be a teenager I, I was more interested in more of a, like the edgy side of pop and like indie bands and rock so again I still wasn't a Green Day fan I was having a conversation with someone and I'm like they're a great band I'm like no you're wrong <laughs> And they were like, I'm going to send you a song. And they sent me this song and I fell in love with it the moment I heard it. <laughs> and I hate how right this person is and it's it's 21 Guns by Green Day. Alright. And it is my absolute favourite song. And they, it's not, it's been one of my most recent songs. But it sums up that, again, it shows a different side to the band. So for me growing up, I thought Green Day was just a load of noise. But actually, no, there was something quite about this song. And it came to a time when things felt tough. And there's a few lines in there that just really hit me. And it's just one of those songs. So, yeah, have a listen. 21 Guns by Green Day. Do you know what's worth fighting for? When it's not worth dying for? Does it take your Yeah, this is genuinely, genuinely one of my top, top five songs. And I love that you can hear all the vocals. I love you can hear the guitar. <laughs> you hear the drums, you can hear the guitar, you can hear his voice. I just mm. I love this song so much. 
It's a crisp sound. Yeah. It's not one you'd actually dance to. <laughs> and I really like music you can dance to. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something about it. You can turn it up. And I love, I love feeling the beat through my earphones. It's one of those just to round everything out. I would so love to see this live. <laughs> I think it would be epic. I've actually seen um, Green Day live once. <gasps> it was probably before this song existed. Wow. The next part that's coming up is the words that... Yeah, I'll let them play in <laughs> and explain why they hit home. When it's time to live and let die I think that bridge there, it it feels like when you feel like everything's burning around you and it feels like you've destroyed your whole life and it's like, it does some, I think sometimes we can either make decisions or emotionally we can just feel like everything around us is burning and at the time it was sent me, it really did, um, I, I was struggling through the pandemic, really struggling and it just absolutely described like the emotional turmoil I was going through inside. It's like, oh my word, <laughs> it's here in the song, <laughs> I'm feeling. But then it's like, you know what, there's always hope. There's always something hope. And I love the fact that it goes from like all the drums to then this very, where you hear him sing, you're like, hang on, not everything has to burn. Not everything has to be destructive destructive. I just, I just love it. Yeah, this is the song I put on through my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> just when I want that, I want to feel the pulse of the drums, the guitar. Yeah. Oh, such a synaptic song. <laughs> and I've talked all the way through it. Oops. And I hated, hated how right this person was that they did such an epic song. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you say because um because I've, I've listened to Green Day a lot of the earlier things though, yeah. more than the, the later stuff. And the same with Pink as we talked about as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one, it, it symbolises all my, all my rock side. and oh, yeah. That growing up, I think, because I didn't... I wish I'd have known about the song when I was younger. Mm. But I still loved like the more indie, edgy stuff, and I still do. But I do have to give a big shout out because there's, again, I like things I can dance to. And that brings me to the next two songs, but just what they represent rather than, oh, it's so hard to pick which one it represents. And it's because Nick had a massive influence on me. Um, so again, through the pandemic, we watched a lot of Bollywood films and we watch films that I discover songs to. So it started off, there was a film on Netflix called Mubarakan. And I loved it because it got my favourite Hindi actor in, Anil Kapoor. And he played this song. It was a very Punjabi-based film. And so I'd start listening to the songs and it would lead me to other songs. So I'd look, listen to the other songs and then Google the story because, you know, I don't speak Punjabi or Hindi. 
um, I'd be like, Nick, I found, I think I found a film for us to watch. So through the pandemic, we watched a ton of Hindi films. And I'd try and learn the dances in the kitchen while I was cooking. <laughs> I, I'd close the door when I cook so nobody can see how bad it is. So the first song is from one of our favourite films, is Jab We Met. Um, and it stars Karina Kapoor and Shahid Kapoor. And it's called Tum Si He. Yeah. Tum Si He. Yeah. <laughs> I think in Bollywood there are some amazing writers and there's some amazing singers and it introduced me to a genre that I'd always been curious about. I've always been curious about Bollywood. I just didn't know where to start. And being with Nick gave me a springboard. So this, it, again, it's the whole, it's a softer song. It's more of a romantic song. It's not my absolute favorite Hindi song, but it sums us up as a couple. I think it, it's his influence on me. So that's why I picked this one. You might not understand it, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so did you say that this song had a dance from this movie? Not necessarily this one, but I did learn a lot of a lot of Bollywood dances in my kitchen because of Oh, yeah. Because of different songs that, like, you know, when YouTube introduces you to a random song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is from one of our favourite films that we do tend to put on a lot. So, and we like both actors. So, yeah, so Tom Sahin, see what you think. And I happen to know all the words because I found them and an English translation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to sing them. Yes. Sing Nobody it. needs to sing hear it, that. Please. not your typical Bollywood because it's become I think more Western more modern oh, yeah. mm -hmm. but I love that influence I love that I love the culture it's, it's a beautiful culture yeah I love a bit of cheese in life <laughs> it's really nice it's an easy watching film uh. I have to watch it with subtitles obviously mm. Um, Jab we met. Jab we met. Yeah, it's. I think it's like a lot of Bollywood's love stories. It's quite simple. Boy meets girl. Boy doesn't like girl. Girl irritates him. <laughs> he gets swept into her plans. Is this also about your wedding? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, yeah. There's some parallels here. <laughs> Yeah, me and Nick didn't initially like each other, I will say that when we first met, but you know, we fell in love. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, I did not think there was any parallels to you just said that. <laughs> yeah, boy realises he loves girl, comes back to find her, yeah, it's, it is cheesy, but sometimes I think life's, life's pretty tough and you need a bit of cheese to switch off. Yeah. Just need a bit of goofiness, a bit of happiness. Gives me a bit of uh, Savage Garden vibes. Yeah, I've not realised that. This is Nick's favourite song. That's why I've chosen this one because it's credit to him that I got into Bollywood. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this is actually for Nick. 
if he decides to listen to the podcast. <laughs> he might, he might, he might shock me. This is because of Nick. There was a website I did find which did um, it put Hindi into like English words that we can actually read and then the English translation of what it was. I can't find it, so it was on my other phone. I used to just keep it as a tab and then type in the name of the film and I, le- I learnt a lot. Like I know Zindagi means life. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know the odd word in Hindu. Not enough for a conversation. But enough to sing the odd word when I'm singing rather badly in the kitchen. So your husband speaks Hindi? A little bit of Punjabi. He grew ah, up okay. in a Punjabi household, ah. um, but he went to an English school. He was born here. English is his first language. Mm. But he can understand it. That's the thing. He can understand it. He just can't quite speak it back. So he can get away without watching subtitles. I can't. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't blame you for having <laughs> subtitles for Yeah, that, that one was for Nick. That was because that was his favourite. Well, that was very um, nice. I yeah. So, but then the second one, they kind of tie in because. Um, this singer, this Bollywood singer, KK, he actually um, died very suddenly. Oh, uh, was it last year, the year before? And it was a shock because he's got such a beautiful voice. I think he died of a heart attack. KK. And it's again from one of our favourite films, Om Shanti Om. And it's a Jabsi. The amazing thing about Bollywood, and I'll say this before we listen to the song, is how much they'll reference other films. So, you know, like. People put like Easter eggs in films, and Disney's well known for it. Oh, yeah. Bollywood, it is amazing how many films I'll reference. We'll watch a film with an actor in, and he'll do something, and Nick will go, His dad did that in another film. And I'm like, No way. Um, and this song, we love this song from Om Chanti Om. Again, it's another very song for us, me and Nick. And we were watching another film, which is my favourite, favourite Hindi film, Happy New Year. Um, and there was an introductory piece of music for one of the characters. He was coming down the stairs in a beautiful sari like outfit. And the one day without thinking, I started to sing the words to this song. And it was this song that was being referenced because this was her song in another film. And that's what Bollywood oh, yeah. do. They put in like yeah. little Easter eggs. So I love this song because it came it comes from one of our favourite films. So well, that's impressive. Like, then you must really be into the whole Bollywood uh, yeah. movies if you can actually get a <laughs> reference to another film. Yeah, I really got into into Bollywood. Um, and it's something we'd watch with Nick's parents. Yeah, I, I, I think in the pandemic, there's not there wasn't a lot to do in the pandemic. And I, I like stories. I like music. I think that's the thing. With music, it's always there. It's the thing I listen to a lot. It's... I've always got an earphone in. Yeah, so if you see me and I don't respond, it's not because I'm being rude. I have an earphone in. I'm probably both. 
and in my own world. <laughs> much to much to Nick's dismay. Oh, I so I see cake. <laughs> I see cake. We can cut. We can cut this. I don't it's care, so you can keep, keep it in. Keep, keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number you're on? Thank oh, you. Five. You're on number five, really? Yeah. You can talk more. <laughs> <laughs> You've got half an hour if we edit it. It's been like 12 seconds. Oh my word. Come on, Tash. <laughs> I drive Wait, that's the wrong way around. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can just keep all this in. It just adds to the flavour of it. <laughs> Oh, it's warm and lovely. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Mm. So, yeah, so. <laughs> so, a jab, see, it's. This one again is for Nick. Ugh, the mushy side of me is coming out. <laughs> I don't do mush. So, the most mushy you'll hear me is on here. So, when I mean, you're ready. But yeah, right. KK is an incredible singer. You ready to start? Yeah, I'll start it. में तेरी अजब सी अजब सी अदाएं हैं हो आंखों में तेरी अजब सी अजब सी अदाएं हैं दिल को बना दे जो पतंग सांसे ये तेरी वो हवाएं हैं but yeah, it was quite a shock when KK did, died suddenly of a heart attack. That was just a year ago, you said, or something. A year or two, yeah. So it's not been that long. It was something like 49, which is no age. Yeah, I could have spoke for like an hour on just my favourite Bollywood songs alone. <laughs> I have like a whole playlist. That can be a separate episode. My top yeah, 25 you know what? Bollywood that could, songs. That <laughs> Yeah, that, that could just be a whole different episode. To be honest, I think we ought to get Jake dancing to some of these Bollywood songs. That would be interesting. You would, yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> How important would you say lyrics are in music to you? Very. They are, they are the heart of a song. It's like in 21 Guns, when I says like that, that bridge. Um, when your heart is in pain or your heart is happy, you don't always know how to express it in word. So when you hear a song that those words are put there and then put to a beautiful melody, I think, I think it's really important. Yeah, they matter. Absolutely. I am the person that Googles the words. <laughs> to a song. <laughs> because that's what's important. Mm. Yeah. 
I appreciate that. That's not that's not um, something I would normally listen to or have heard even. So yeah, it was really nice. I mean, I'll be honest, before Nick, like I said, I was interested in Bollywood, I just did not know where to start. But I think that's like anything, you have to have an introduction. And the introduction to Bollywood was the old Hindi films from the 80s. With Lata Manganesh as, as the singer, and she was the main singer for all the, the Bollywood films. But over the years, you've got more modern sounds, you've got more modern voices. And some of the songs are more modern and western, and we'll say that. And occasionally you get one and Nick will go, oh, this is more traditional. i got to say, Bollywood also does like some epic period dramas. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like I've ever seen. Uh -huh. So I am grateful that I've been introduced to this genre, because oh, it's, yeah. it's, we're a house, we're a mixed household. And I think culture is so important. Um, I grew up with my background, Nick was, he's been brought up with an Indian background and I think it's so important to keep part of that alive mm. because that's part of who he is. Um, Probably helps you to understand each other a little bit. Yeah, take it matters. Part of each other's yeah. cultures and whatever you grew up with. Yeah. And Things like that. We're a unit, and I think we you have to be blended as a unit. Mm. Um, I mean, he puts up with my tuneless singing in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is the Bollywood song, so be it. You can't have everything in life. But yeah, we've 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 got some epic playlists for journeys, and it always includes our favourite songs from favourite Hindi films, and yeah. He, I have a lot to thank for Nick for introducing me to that genre. It's one of my favourites. Which is why why there's two songs in there. Oh yeah. But you have a bonus song as well. A sixth, I have a song. bonus song. This bonus song again was sent to me um, sometime last year. And it is known amongst family and friends I am slightly quirky. <laughs> okay, I'm very quirky. And this song was sent to me and I loved it the moment I heard it because it was unusual, I'd not really heard anything like it. And I picked this one because it represents all that is unique and different in the world. All that is unique and different in music. It's not your run-of-the-mill song, it's not a run-of-the-mill pop song, it's not one I dance to, but it's one that makes me feel happy. And... Again, the words are so important because there's a couple of lines in there that really spoke to me. Now, I'd never heard of these people, ever. So, when I was introduced to this, it, 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 yeah, it appealed. Mm. And when I played it to Nick, he just looked at me and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't understand it. He said it summed me up well. <laughs> <laughs> John and Evangelis. Yeah. I'll find my way home. I'll find my way home. Start it. You ask me where to begin. Am I so lost in my sin? Okay, the lines that are coming up are here. Don't question, I'm not a 
Love sunrises. And for me, when I heard those two lines, for me, sunrises mean hope. It's the start of a new day. It's the dawn of something. I would rather get up and see a sunrise than see a sunset. I just think there's something magical about a new day. And then when it says my heart will be at peace, and like I, I've experienced that, I've stood on the beach and watched the sunrise and felt peace in my heart. And it's like, oh my word, <laughs> lyrics are important. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that line, just hold my hand and we're there. When you feel lost, you need someone's hand sometimes to kind of guide you home. And home can be wherever you want it to be. Family, friends, places. Home is where your heart rests. Home is where you find peace. And I love the fact that it's like, no matter how far you go, no matter what you face. There's always a way home. I love that. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you are shocked! <laughs> I, I do recognise this song. I must have heard it before, but... I'm thinking you, you might have done. It was actually... I actually googled this because I was like, I didn't know anything about these. Um, and it was late 80s, mm. early 90s, so it's been around a long time. But I grew up with pop music, very generic, run-of-the-mill pop music. So as I've got older, when people go, oh, I've got this song, it means something to me, I'm like, send it, you know, I'll listen to it. And this was one of those songs, it was like, somebody sent me this. Mm. And I was like, oh my word, how have I never heard this? How have I never grown up with this? This. Yeah, this would have been a favourite as a child. <laughs> But somehow, I'll find my way home. And I love that line. It's a long way away from steps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, long way from Bollywood. It's a long, long way from Indian rock and that yeah. sort of thing. It's, it's quirky. But it's, it still sounds a little bit like classic 80s type music. Yeah. Or it, 70s almost as well. Yeah. When I looked it up, it did say it was part of the pop genre and it made me smile because I was like, I do definitely have a theme of pop. <laughs> 
but I think we tend to say, oh, what music do you like? People go, oh, I like rock, I like pop. And actually, over the years, I've watched music change and merge and and become different things. So you've no longer got one genre, it's m- mixed with others. Mm. And I love that, that you can't be defined by one song. You can't be defined by one genre. You can't be defined by one singer. And I love that. No, exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting also how many, how much it can differ. Yeah. Very hard to choose. But that sort of sums me up as a person. It was hard to choose. Mm. At least the last three. (laughs) (laughs) The last three were so difficult. You have no idea how difficult. But so those are the six songs that define you. Yeah. They're not all of me, but they're a facet of me. So if you think of a happy bubbly song, get dancing in your kitchen. <laughs> you do Seriously, that? do you know what? Dancing in the kitchen while you're cooking is such good exercise. Very therapeutic. While while chopping onions. No, no, you can't dance with a knife, that's not safe. <laughs> Don't try that at home, people. <laughs> Yeah. Jake is the responsible. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> yeah, we'll see what he edits out of this and what he keeps. Sue Jake. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Don't sue him. Buy a t shirt <laughs> and support the podcast. Well, thank you very much ah. for coming to the Vibe Club podcast. Oh, thank you for the interview. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope to get into some more Bollywood music after this. Hey, I can send lots of recommendations. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. Oh, man. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I feel like all I've done is laugh and talk. Yeah, that, that is all I've done. Uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see what gets edited in and out. Yeah. Tabby said I have to edit it. <laughs> I want to tell her she has to do it. Yeah. It will be interesting. I bet you thought you'd be hearing Fred's voice right now. (laughs) Well, since he's made me edit his podcast that he hosted, it's me. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and had a great time listening. It was really uplifting. It was fun to edit. Uh, If you want to hear more from Vibe Club Podcast, feel free to check out the Instagram and check out The Saw. Bye.